Welcome back, kings and queens. I hope that you really did enjoy that track choice that I want to introduce you guys to. What about you, Black Gandalf? How you feel about it? Man, I was really rocking with it. Like looking back at the uh, just meaning of the song itself, knowing how the uh, lead singer and his brother, a part of the band uh, mm-hmm. as well, had they said how this song resembles how they pictured death. Yeah, and that's really a dark question that if anybody was ever asked you you would want to run away from that question but I love how you have people out there that that just that just really sits in with the dark humor like know that dark humor is a part of life and like not death even is a part this, of life all that like death is a part like, of you life you can't run away from it you gotta embrace it in like it's random r- random form so I think so, the fact that they, the way that they chose to present it, like of what death would be like, or um, the form of forming it into like a parade, it gives me or gave me reminiscence of Day of the Dead. Yeah. Um, and if you think about it, I know like especially like in Black culture, but especially in Louisiana culture, like where I'm from, we celebrate the dead. That's why you'll find like people dancing with the co- with the coffins or they'll um it's like you like like what when they stay back home in church uh they be like uh celebrate because they going home or is yeah. they going home party like it's a it's a it's a celebration and even when you watch um anything that deals with like latin culture with, with day of the dead and even with the movie coco like they said remember me celebrate their life celebrate them so they you believe you believe in them as they can um you know they, they're still alive in another life or they're still there you know in a sense so i think that's that was probably another natural draw that i have towards the song because it already kind of speak speak it spoke to me culturally already because that's something that we kind of already do in louisiana yeah i think that's why i asked that question like um saturday whenever we uh recorded the first part but it was the question of what is a memory that you would want to follow you into into your death Mm -hmm. like and that's what that's how the lead singer portrayed this song to be this was this this was this is a memory a, a, a great memory of his life that he would just want to carry over to his transition into the else world that we live in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Queens and Kings, if you didn't hear that question in the last episode before, well, not last episode, but part one of this episode, uh, Saturday, go back and check that out and come talk to us about yeah, it. Let us know how you feel in the in the comment section. Definitely, it's. I don't know. Like, I guess, like you said, like it also goes like with people that are interested or that stay open-minded with the dark humor, or even like the dark portions, because they are a part of life. Like there are, they're going to be things that you that you talk about and and you discuss. Um, but you know what? I like how I just thought about this too. How I was saying, like in Louisiana, how we kind of celebrate the dead, and in Black culture, they celebrate the dead um, in forms of like a going home party. And, and if you think about it, in a lot of spiritual um, people, they celebrate like if that person has passed on because they know that they are moving on to whatever is next. But you know, I just, why it just popped in my head another people who celebrated death in a big way, <laughs> Vikings going to Valhalla was a big deal <laughs> hell yeah 
Yeah, they saw it as honor, an honorable death. And you had to witness the death. That's why they would be like, witness me. Like you you would have to witness the death. Look at them pass. Why, why they get burned. Burned in battle, in life. Like they're going to Valhalla. Based off Valhalla was like a place where they go conquer something. No, I the many games that I just seen portray Valhalla. Yeah, was just another place to go battle. Exactly. <laughs> no, see, when I would picture Valhalla from the stuff that I would read and the things that I would watch, it always seemed like I guess like their version of heaven. Um, so, and it was like honorable and like I, don't know, I guess they could party all the time, drink all the time. I don't know. I for sure never knew that. <laughs> Valhalla. It was like I'm going to Valhalla. To Valhalla. Witness me. Witness my death. Have you ever watched Vikings? No. Oh. No. Vikings is a great show. I think I tried. Too much dialogue? Yeah. <laughs> I love dialogue, y'all. I could do it. I mean, man, I could do that. Game of Thrones was dialogue, but it was more so a lot of extra other things aside from just straight talk. Mm-hmm. But, uh, look, Queens and Kings, diving into the intro of this track of choice. Brothers go on to say. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to see a marching band. He said, son, when you grow up, would you be the savior of the broken, the beaten, and the damned? He said, will you defeat them, your demons, and all the non-believers? The plans that they have made, because one day I'll leave you a phantom to lead you in the summer to join the Black Parade. So this uh, information that y'all be hearing on tonight's episode is coming from Genius.com, where all my sources will be found. But uh, this is where I got the idea for just that question. Mm. Because you press on that first line, when I was a young boy, it goes on to say on the side, Way believed at the time that upon death, one would be greeted by their most fond memory and taken to the afterlife. The entire album is set as a rock opera, which you said that Mm -hmm. it really gave you notes of a Bohemian Rhapsody, which I say I compare to that, too, because Mm -hmm. I at least wanted to go not deep into the album until we get to the album review the review portion of this group alone mm. but uh, just halfway through the album I did feel a storyline yes. set beyond before this track of choice actually happened Yep. so uh, for them to actually say on the side like for, for them to help me out with that question saying uh, that was a fond memory of uh, that he took to the afterlife with him mm-hmm. and uh this is they referring to the music video too where it say uh where the patient slips towards death recalling his past he sees his favorite memory his father taking him to see a parade however as shown by one of the album covers the black parade is made up of dead people mm-hmm. where you will want to go into the illustration of uh what you call that Hmm? What, what, what did you call it before the uh, Day of the Dead? Yeah, it, it gives you reminiscence of Day of the Dead. Yeah, um, it's a celebration of the afterlife, and like I said, like between the Latin culture with Day and the with Day of the Dead, and then you have, um, in a way, kind of Halloween. Halloween hits on that, talking about when the veil is um, thin and spirits are able to walk through. But in Louisiana, we also we celebrate 
um, death. Like when people pass on, we understand that it's not the end. Um, so it's like more of like a celebration. Like you can almost treat it like a homecoming, really, if you wanted to. Um, and I, I kind of sighed um, earlier, y'all, because I got hit with like a huge throwback. Because as soon as we clicked it, and we um, we are able to see it, this illustration is in the pamphlet and it's i it, as a kid mind y'all y'all i saved up all my money <laughs> to buy this album back in 2006 and i still have it and i love the illustrations it was just beautiful i was in like sixth grade when this came out <laughs> okay. yeah. see if i could uh, go back to the question that i presented to both you and the audience last episode i mean last part uh, I want to extend on that with my answer and say a fond memory of life that I would probably want to transition me over to the afterlife would have to be ooh smack I had to say uh, there was this it was my pops uh, cashmere homecoming game and um i was little he uh took me to i guess yeah he took me to the homecoming game but he took the long route to the football stadium because we was just riding around listening to luther like the greatest hits of luther exactly (laughs) so me being a kid just and it was nighttime vibes too i mean Mm. it was was cold so it was my season winter time and everything and like we were just riding on the freeway it was smooth road no traffic no nothing and then like luther was just playing pops was going down a whole loophole of like when he first heard that song and that song. So I don't know, I feel like that was like, that's a real memorable moment. Like just in my life, that was probably like a piece of, a lot of zen in that one moment that I would like to just carry me over to the afterlife. Hmm. So that's the intro Queens and Kings. Uh, And for those people who recognize the song, y'all know that the trigger tone is that one piano (laughs) <laughs> that one piano note just makes you drop everything that you're doing. Oh, you know man. exactly what song. I, I'm serious. If we was just sitting there and they was like, guess that song, and I was in a group of people, Duh, Black Parade, My Chemical Romance. <laughs> I would know it just off of that one note. Like, I feel like whenever I hear that uh, one note play, it's like I get sunk into a, a movie. Don't you feel transported? Yeah. Like, I, it's like you can't see it whenever you're listening to the audio version, but you could feel it. It's like a trigger. It's it's kind of like you swear we was like uh, in some type of I don't know secret agency, and they said the the secret agency. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. No, but you it. swear that like we were like some undercover. Uh, group and they said the trigger word to activate you just the moment you're just you i literally could be sitting there cutting food up and and cutting some onions and dude when i was a young boy my father plus the production not only for this song but the production of this entire album beautiful freaking beautiful Go ahead and carry over the refrain for us. I got you. Well, the refrain repeats. Oh, 
It does. It goes all the way to damned. Okay. Because well. he does repeat until you get to the highlight where he um well, it, it goes all the way to that and then he does the refrain. And what did what did that speak to you? Like whenever you just hear him portray that part of when I was a young boy, my father. Passion. That's okay. The passion. Um, the the lead singer, he is very charismatic, um, and very animated. But I say that with every artist of like the rock genre because mm. what I feel like I guess any music every music gives expression but it's something very raw about they rock they don't give rock that acknowledgement they though. don't they don't and, and they really should and i don't know why is, because rock vulnerable rock stems from our culture a lot it stems from our culture um but you know they, of course as it evolved over time it's garnered its signature sound to me rock is so raw and vulnerable and i feel like that's what at least that's what got me to go towards it it expressed something that i wanted to share that i couldn't find anywhere else i couldn't find that that raw expression where you just wanted to just get out all that aggravation um like i can't sit there and just be like the way i was feeling when the black parade came out and i'm trying to think who was out in like 2006 um like with music uh chris, chris brown was no, out. no 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 hold on hold on i got a great one i got a great one for you so when you heard nook if you book that made you want to whoop a bitch ass right? it made you want to fight but it still didn't speak about your at least to me the frustration and the um the stuff that I was telling. So I'm gonna give you an example. So like you said, like Nuck If You Buck, that's a great one. Thank you. So Nuck If You Buck to me, I love Nuck If You Buck because I got a ratchet side as, well, most, as most of us do. And, but it's a fight song. It's a letting out the ag- agitation of yeah. through, through physicality. Like it's, it's a fight song. So it's, what is it with this one? This well, this one's more of an emotional one for me, but I would say other songs that stem from this like this style of music so one good example is um reach there's a song called reach by another band um you know no 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 you know no we're gonna stay on my chemical romance because that's who we're talking about so on the previous album the album that i was telling you before there's a song called i'm not okay so yeah if i sit there and i listen to nuck if you buck all it's gonna make me do is want to fight a bitch but that's not really how i feel with i'm not okay from the lyrics he's telling you i'm i'm not fine i'm sitting there walking around you want me to pretend that i'm fine you want me to act like i'm fine you want me to act like everything is okay emotionally mentally i'm not fucking okay I'm not okay. And it's a kind of little upbeat little song, but he was like, well, if you wanted honesty, that's all you had to say and stuff like that. And he was like, I'm not okay. And like, he has like this one moment. He was like, went to me. I love that because the way he expressed it after the guitar solo, it was like, he was like, but I'm really trying to tell you, I mean it, I mean it, I'm fucking fine, I mean it. Like, you can hear the anxiety in his voice while he's trying to fake express that he's okay, like sharing the mask. And then one of his friends come up, he was like, I mean it, I'm okay. He's like, trust me, I'm not okay. I'm not okay, I'm not fucking fine. No music to me at that time was really giving me how I was feeling at that time so yeah i could just be mad and just be like no if you book boy no if you but all this all i want to do is fight but with that one it's like drew how you feeling right now i'm not 
side okay i'm not fucking fine i'm not fucking happy i'm really really fucking depressed right now but nothing else can um express that except for music like this for me because everybody else think about it especially like in the um black culture they were hiding if anything i felt that even though you can dig to find vulnerable music by rappers and stuff you have to dig but um most of the aesthetic was to be tough and to be hard and to don't nothing phase you don't nothing bother you and if they do talk about something that bothers you it's usually about like you know fighting and it really wasn't until i would say closer to our like as it gets like us to get to our point where you start having that's the thing that aggravated me what was what's that one show with dj academics is it called the struggle or something like that there's a show with dj academics some other dude um what's his name used to be on it the the dude who went joe budden used to be on it but they replaced it. They replaced him with another guy after he left. Which he was the state of the culture? Who the guy? No, that was the show. I guess it was either um, called the state of the culture or the struggles or something like that with some chick that also helped host it. Now this one made this one rubbed me the wrong way about the new guy. He sound he to me he sounds so fucking ignorant to me because um man, it, if you under Joe Budden then. No, he he wasn't under Joe. He came after Joe. This dude wasn't with Joe. This dude is with DJ Academics and them on this show. I believe it's called The Struggle or whatever. And he sounds so fucking ignorant to me. Um, but it was when Triple X, Tentacion, came out. And when Juice World was out. And with, uh, what's the one that passed? The other one that passed. Um, uh, King Von? N- no, not King Von. Um... Lil, no, it was Where a it was a white guy. Lil, 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 Lil Pump, nah, Lil Pump, Lil Pump. Um, uh, no, 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 not Lil I Pump, Lil not Lil Pump. Hold up, no, Lil Pump is the Lil one that sing that Gucci Gang, right? That Gucci Gang song. That's Lil yeah. Pump, right? That's Maybe not him. No, it's another boy. I can't think of his name. Peep, Peep, is Peep yeah. Lil Peep? Yes, I think I think that was it. Little pimp, somewhat a pee. But when you heard them come out, I heard elements of emo rock in their music, which showed that they listened to that music. They then instilled it into their own style. You can hear it. I can hear the undertones of screamo within their style, and I loved it. I was like, yes, that's stuff that I liked, and I love the I love the involvement with hip hop now. That and they're being expressive from. Um, Triple X bringing out um, the Jocelyn Flores song that was very very popular, and the um, the sad song, and and Juice World with um, what's it called? Night, not, not dreams and nightmares. Is it called nightmares? Juice World. Yeah, I still see your shadows in my. No, nah, that's. Uh... What's the name of that song? Lucid dreaming. Yeah, Lucid dreams. Dream. Lucid dream. My bad. Um, but when the guy was talking about Triple X and the music, he was like, they're making people depressed. I don't understand why they're making this sad music. I was like, you ignoramus. It's expression. They are expressing in this lifetime their vibration of how they felt, of how they feel. That this is them telling you 
the struggles that they're having and the things that they're having, but because it's not something that you're used to, you shun it away. And is that not normal? That is so normal in the culture to brush away mental health. That is so normal for them to not let us the younger people or even their peers experience mental hardships and I didn't have that growing up in sixth grade um in 2006 and all and up so I my look towards that wasn't through hip-hop it was through rock because they were already expressing that think about it, we got Linkin Park when um shoot their iconic song Numb you have Evanescence, you have, um, cause one of my favorite Evanescence songs is uh, Tourniquet and Imaginary, that's a good one from their debut album. Um, so when I would hear songs like that at that time, they were the only people giving that expression where hip hop was not. So yeah, if I had to pick between how I was feeling in 2006, I wouldn't pick Nuck If You Buck, <laughs> no. Um, so now we go on to verse one after we go from the intro to the refrain where he then says, sometimes I get the feeling she's watching over me and other times I feel like I should go and through it all the rise and fall, the bodies in the streets. And when you're gone, we all will wait. We want you all to know. So right here off uh, Genius, whenever I pressed on the first line, when he says, sometimes I get the feeling she's watching over me. I guess they come off to say that she is the personification of death. So like death is the person that he just feeling watching over. I guess you could, you could have, you've had, I've had that feeling of death creeping. And I un- I totally understand just that line where he's coming from. Like sometimes I get the feeling she's watching over me. So like, have you ever just had that feeling? Or, or, or well, yeah, just that feeling alone. I think we all do when we that, that one little when chill we, to be like, oh shit. I think we do because I like, think it gets to the point where we all realize our mortality, and that's when you start to think about it um, a lot. I would say I would say yes simply because um there were certain pivotal points in my life where I like I like as I stated previously I didn't know if it was worth going. So I would definitely say yeah a yes, but it kind of was almost like a encouragement to like not yet though. <laughs> it was like that. For sure. And then it goes on, you said, and other times I felt like I should go and through it all, the rise and fall, the bodies in the streets. And when you're gone, we want y'all to know. So it's like, that's him saying that, like, yeah, I had this feeling. Like, we all, like like you said, we all been across that, that chilling feeling. We all feel life, bad. Like death. Yeah. But like, we all experience that. What is those sidebar personal details like? That, that, that that's what, what people really don't want to express and just throw out there in the world like I tell you full on like I have dreams mm. of, of just I guess my untimely demise or what I think my untimely demise could be and it's like it's more so 
it's in my dream, but I feel like it's real because I will wake up out of that dream like either at a huge gasp of air, like, oh shit, like, I was just drowning, nigga, trying to save my cousin. Or, I mean, you know, they say like, um, it's almost like another form of, um, oh dang it, what's the what's the name? Astral planning. Like, yeah. like you're you're in another realm. Like also sleep paralysis. Stuff yeah, or something like that. yeah. I've had times like that. Uh, most of the time, though, mine have always been like falling. Yeah, that too. That too. That's that's like that. One, that's a tricky one. That one. you'll feel like you're flying at the time, feel all happy and shit. The next thing you know, you be like, oh shit, nigga, I'm really falling. Like, nah, I ain't never felt happy. <laughs> I was fucking falling, and as soon as I would brace myself to hit the damn ground, it was like, <gasps> I'm up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, like, that's what I get uh, whenever I just go back and hear the lines and look at it uh, coming off of verse one. Mm. But uh, going down to the chorus. I want to uh, start that off. Well, actually, I want to try something new. I want y'all to actually hear and feel where where my man was coming from just off the course alone. So, that passion. Exactly. Cause who who would say it better than than, than, than the guys itself? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to take me time, y'all, to actually get to it. You can keep going. I think so. Yeah, I, I trust me. I got you. I know the song front was and backwards. I'm trying to. No. You almost there though. It has to go through like the the um, music intro first. You still got to get through the first verse. This that was the refrain. Oh. And then you got this. You overshot it. But there it goes. Here we go. Queens and Kings, uh, that, that was that was the first attempt out of many. Look, we got more, to come. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was the chorus to "Welcome to the, the Black, Black Parade. Parade." So, how do you feel about that? When how he passionately says, "Like your memory will carry on." How did you feel hearing that the first time? So, uh, I was actually feeling the way about the podcast at the time, mm. and I was just like, man, so it was more so of a depression downfall type of feeling. And then I hear this, and where it's like he's saying, your memory will carry on. I'm looking back at these episodes that were mm-hmm. dropping, and I'm like, damn, even if I'm gone and I think at that time and moment of a suicidal attempt, of like I don't mean nothing and I don't have nothing to leave behind. You actually do. Like everybody, no matter. everybody is leaving something behind, yeah. and we're just not looking at it in that time or moment because it's not being shown through the public eye. But like, right, we don't see the the value. Exactly, we don't see the value. But to hear 
just imagine a sixth grader that that's not really getting that and you're that feeling middle school trip, man really from and sixth grade you to really eight. feel especially like when you go and you oh what's up the hyenas back y'all um but you go through all the different life challenges that that life has gone has thrown at you and you really feel like a husk of a person at in sixth grade like you don't feel you don't feel like your memories or anything about you have value and then this this comes out and it's like wow and just to hear your memories will carry so what you felt about that about i was the like chorus. man i was like well if once once i heard your memory will carry on that was kind of the thing that i would, like the ritual that i would have for myself to keep going and i was like well what memories can i make for myself at least if even if it's not to make the world happy if it's not to make my peers happy yeah. what can i do for myself that the memories that i can make for the memories for me to carry on and i think mean, that's why I, for my question i mean for the my answer for the question that you have for me was um the greatest memory was would probably be me smiling of the fact that i chose to keep going well, all right, queens and kings, this was definitely the first part out of two commentary section, part one. Hope y'all liked everything that y'all heard on this part, and we look forward to talking with you again on part two. We'll see y'all on Thursday. Bye.